You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Hello and welcome to the Snippets of Genius podcast. I'm your hostess, Caroline Kay, business and success coach, and I am delighted to be bringing back to you Lauren Arms. Lauren is the CEO and founder of well to do She's also a well-established business coach in London, looking after entrepreneurs in the wellness space. She took us on a fantastic journey in part one, and if you missed it, go back and check out that episode because it's a beauty. She really digs into her own journey from the career, the corporate lifestyle, actually in business development, not too dissimilar from myself, and then actually moving through to setting up, building a business, landing on the right idea, getting the inspiration along the way. It's a really juicy one, so much in there. If you've already listened to that episode and you're ready for part two, then I'm not going to make you wait any longer. We're going to get stuck in and we're going to dive into actually what it really takes to build and scale an empire, actually to build and scale anything, because it all starts with mindset. It's one of the reasons that coaching is so important because it's not just about strategies and how to's. To be honest, you can get that from a book. Yes, a coach will take you through those, but actually it's the mindset shift that is going to make the biggest difference in terms of you scaling your business, building a profitable business and really taking the lid off what you're capable of and actually move mountains, which she really has. Lauren, let's dig in first with what your biggest challenge was. Do you know, it's been the personal development part of building a business, which is the least expected part, the least expected challenge, I think, because we all know that building a business means figuring out the right growth strategy, you know, having the right people on board, you know, you can kind of learn that through marketing 101 and investing in the right, you know, courses and so on. But then fundamentally, you can have all the right strategies, but if you don't have that sense of self-belief or you fundamentally believe that you're not worthy of success or you fundamentally believe that hard, you know, hard work equals success was the example I gave before that you can you can never truly succeed or that you believe there's only a set amount of success available and it's got to be kind of apportioned up to everybody in the industry and you're constantly looking at what your competitors are doing and worrying that you're not far enough ahead and like this is the monkey mind that like these are the real challenges that I've had to overcome just getting in my own way because I think yeah, fundamentally, that's what stops you from growing and scaling in your business is whatever belief it is that you have, whatever BS story you're telling yourself or buying into that's stopping you from growing. And that's where entrepreneurship is so much more than just building a business. It's building it's building your sense of self. Like it does become quite an all-consuming angle or aspect of your personality. And so you know, like, and that specifically relates to me to how financially successful my businesses have been. And there have been definite moments where 
I have worked through a limiting belief or I've worked with a coach and as a result I've seen our you know financial position exponentially increase or multiply and they've been the scariest moments you know where you make a massive investment in a coach or you you know two years ago my husband who Jamie works in the business as well we went to um, a five-day Tony Robbins business mastery event and I mean, I think it cost us 10 grand to be there and it, but it was life changing because it was five days of kind of unpacking all the crap that holds you back in your life and your business. And we came away from that really having a fresh sense of purpose and belief and confidence and knowing that we were surrounded by other ambitious people who wanted the same things as us and uh, yeah so those have been the challenges that have actually been the most impactful the most kind of uh, like pivotal moments of the business is where I've invested in my personal growth and development. So has there been a specific challenge that's come up in your business that you found yourself getting in your own way at that moment of of that growth whatever that might have been? Yeah. I mean, when I started Well To Do, I was very happy to be behind the brand. So I very specifically remember realizing that people buy from people, right? So it's all well and good to have a really great brand and have a great strategy. And I have identified a gap in the market and Well To Do had that had ticked those boxes. But I do remember realizing that I needed to stop hiding behind that and actually, you know, be a face for the business, be visible, be online, kind of step out from behind the brand and start showing up more. And and that really changed everything as well, because well to do is fundamentally um, me and it was my ideas and people want to connect with that and and understand your mission and your values and who you are and um, that's when I started business coaching because before that I'd been quite fearful of it having to be a personal brand or having to you know attach my name to it I wanted to just hide behind well to do and for that to to be the business and so, yeah, I think that took a lot of kind of soul searching and and also just understanding how a personal brand works and that it doesn't necessarily mean you've got to show every aspect of your life. It doesn't mean you've got to share the most intimate or vulnerable parts of who you are. You can be quite strategic with it. You can choose what you share and don't share. And, you know, someone like Brene Brown is a personal brand, but we don't know the intimate details of her life um, and what she ate for breakfast. It's we, we see her expertise and what she chooses to share. And it's really opened up a whole new channel of opportunity for me now, because as you know, my passion as a coach is really helping people to build an expert brand and to understand that you can create your own rules around that, your own playbook. It doesn't have to be on Instagram, it doesn't have to have a certain look and feel and aesthetic to it. It's about kind of playing to your strengths. And and I've actually really enjoyed kind of coming out of, of, of behind the scenes and being a little bit more or a lot more visible, I should say, over the last few years. Definitely. I think you've upped your game even more over the last few months and become <laughs> highly visible. So it's fantastic to see. And I think if there was anything that you could talk about or tell our listeners about where you've had a real big challenge where it turned into a bit of a failure, but you learned something from it. What story can you share? 
So, you know, I guess we, we've definitely made mistakes with trying to do too many things. And there have been moments where we've, we've tried to do too much too quickly because that's what happens in business is you suddenly see a whole bunch of problems that you could solve and maybe the timing isn't right. So, you know, when we, when we realized that there were people in the wellness industry who not only wanted to build a business, but some of whom also wanted to find a job, we, I guess we launched well to do careers thinking, okay, we'll solve this really simple problem. We pumped a load of money into a brand new website and platform. We hired someone full time to work on it. And I mean, it just, it wasn't a profitable part of the business. And I think we realized that you can solve a problem, but when it becomes, when it actually requires more than just having a great idea and you haven't got the capacity to solve it properly. So we didn't have the budget to put behind marketing of that platform. We fundamentally were trying to build a whole new business before we were ready. And it ended up, you know, really being a waste of resources and time and effort that probably could have been and should have been reinvested back into what we were already doing. And I think that is like a common challenge for entrepreneurs to say, sometimes there are really great ideas, but it doesn't mean it's the right time for you to invest in it. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes you have to go on these detours, I think I call them, (laughs) to find out what you really want to do. And you always learn something along the way, for sure. Yeah. So tell me now, what does success mean to you, Lauren? What does success mean to me? It's fundamentally means that I'm enjoying the present moment in my business. And I think what I mean by that is success can often be this far off, far off goal or vision that you set for yourself that you detach from the day to day. And so I often have to catch myself and ask myself, like, am I enjoying this part of the process? Success needs to be in the here and now and not be some destination that we're striving towards. And I think it's really important that you ask yourself that because the whole point for me of leaving my corporate job was that I would have more freedom, more flexibility, make more money have more time. And there have been moments in my business where I haven't had any of those. Like I would have been better (laughs) off going and working for someone else. It would have been less work, more money, and probably more flexibility. And, And so that's when like I have to kind of really check in and say like, am I doing too much? Am I, you know, missing opportunities to outsource? Am I you know, not putting profit first in my business. And like, we've made some really dramatic changes to the way we kind of financially structure our business. We've got a fantastic accountant who, you know, Simon at Grow Factor, who, you know, has really helped us to think about profit first, not just having a business that generates X amount of revenue. Revenue is great, but profit is better. And so, yeah, then success suddenly for me becomes about being able to clock off at three o'clock if I want to and go and catch up with a friend or being able to like book a massage at lunchtime on a Tuesday or go to like going right back to like what makes a good manager being able to go to the dentist at Friday at the two o'clock slot and not on Saturday when everyone else goes like (laughs) making sure that being your own boss truly is the best decision that you've ever made and not 
something that eventually will become the best decision that you ever made. Yeah, perfect. And you've talked a bit about the great perks that come with being your own boss and running your own thing. I suppose I'd love to know how you maintain your motivation when things don't go to plan. Is it sort of thinking towards, but I have all of this or is there more to it that helps you stay focused, stay on track? I think I am an eternal optimist. And I think that's because I have been through the challenges and I've built resilience. And I think because I trust that I have built resilience, I know that it's okay to assume that everything's going to work out. Because if it doesn't, I know I'll get through it, you know. And, and, And so my approach to life is always, it's okay to get excited about something that hasn't happened yet. Because if it doesn't, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. We'll get through it. We'll survive it. It'll be disappointing. But I'd rather assume that it's going to be great than assume it's going to be disappointing and then be surprised when it does work out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know Um, what you mean. (laughs) And I think a lot of people do see life through that negative lens, you know, and like the last year has been really tough. But there have been some people who have approached it with a glass half empty view of you know like well when we come out of this we'll you know we'll be able to start enjoying life again whereas I kind of made a conscious decision at the beginning of lockdown to to ask myself constantly how can we make this the best thing that has ever happened to us (laughs) wow that's a big big ambition (laughs) and and our business is probably 10 times in the last year we've grown we've grown a team we have people working for us who would otherwise have lost their jobs. I've had I've, I launched a you know a ten week program and I've had almost one hundred and fifty people go through it who have benefited from it. And that's because I was like, okay, what needs to change? Like, what do I need to create? How do I need to pivot? I'm six months pregnant at the moment. You know, it's not been ideal to go through pregnancy in in uh, lockdown, but equally, I'm like, well, cool. It kind of means I don't have to go on the tube and I don't have to hustle around London and meet a million people and life can slow down a little bit I can kind of fit in my pregnancy Pilates all those things and (laughs) so yeah I guess I I know that there are going to be challenges I'm not ignorant to that fact and I would never want to lull anybody into a false sense of security that entrepreneurship is going to be easy but I approach each challenge with a sense of how can I make this easier? Like how can I take a mindset or adopt a mindset of ease to each challenge and see it as part of the fun and and process and building of resilience? I like that. I like find the fun in everything and see where the opportunities are. That's a great one. Okay, I've got some quick fire round questions for you now, Lauren, just to finish up. What's one thing you wish you'd done sooner? Hired people. And what's the best part about your job? Working with amazing people and seeing their lives change. Biggest lesson in running your own business? It's about the personal growth rather than the professional growth. And what are the best resources that have helped you along the way? Books. And so one great book that I read uh, and I recommended to you was The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. And I currently am working with an amazing coach called Taki Moore. And as a coach, he's been a game changer for me. Amazing. And who inspires you and why? At the moment, my coach inspires me, Taki. He's, he has this philosophy that 
he'd rather be rich than famous. And I know it's, that sounds on the surface quite a superficial thing to say, but he, it, the core of it is do you want to run a really successful automated business that allows you to run the life that you or live the life that you want? Or do you want to be like famous on Instagram? And I know which one I would choose. And I would prioritize that every day of the week. Yeah, I second that. <laughs> and what is the best advice you've ever received in your entrepreneurial journey? Oh, the best advice. I think it would be to model yourself on somebody who has already done what you want to do. And that for me means not figuring it all out the slow way. It means making sure you've got the right coach or mentor or inspiration around you to get you from where you are now to where you want to be as quickly as possible. Perfect. That's just brilliant. Lauren, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks for having me. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to help other people to find it too, I would really appreciate you taking a moment to rate and leave a review. If you know someone who wants to start or scale their business, why not share it with them too? To find out more on how I help people to start and scale, visit www.carolineK.co. That's www.carolineKay.co. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.